Welcome back to the Be Real Podcast presents Humble Alpha. Life's only one take, so be real because there is no be real. So today I got a very special guest. I had a very similar type of life on the podcast before with Dane, but this person also shares the same area of, uh, I guess, life experience, like being a college athlete, working in the gym atmosphere and doing all the good things. And, you know, another young blood, so hopefully reach out to some young perspective. But uh, with all due respect, introduce my man. My name is Kale Aragon, and I work at Ten Gym. Ten Gym South Tulsa, AGM of Ten Gym. Don't get it twisted. My yes, boy's sir. been grinding at a young age. So, a few things I want to talk to you about about Rip. You played football, right? Correct. How yeah. long? Thirteen years. See, I played football for thirteen years. Did you always play tackle, or did you flag in the tackle? I started out uh, two years of flag football, and then okay. played tackle. Gotcha. Gotcha. And you played pretty much the same positions throughout, or you fluctuated throughout that regard? Um, for a lot of my middle school years, I was I kind of grew to a uh, – I was one of the taller kids in middle school. Right. So I played quarterback a lot of the time. But, I mean, I was always a linebacker, always on the defense. Um, Boy, I like to hit. Oh, yeah. I once, I, once I got into high school, I was only a linebacker, and then they had me on, like, kickoff and special teams. Uh, Okie native, born, raised? No, uh, I was born and raised in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, we moved out here for my dad's job when I was 15, so I was a freshman Shit. in high school. So what's football like in Arizona? Because I know like this being Midwest, it's football country. In the East Coast, it's different. Yeah. So what's it like <clears throat> out there? So Arizona tends to be a baseball factory. Uh, that was always like the okay. sport that everyone played Makes growing sense. up, you know. So, Planes, all that good stuff. Yeah. In middle school and even elementary, there's this uh, big church out there. Uh, it's CCV, Christ Church of the Valley. Um, the Valley of the Sun references, you know, the greater Phoenix area. Um, so this church out there, they had these youth leagues. They had soccer, baseball, football, lacrosse. I mean, they had everything. So that's kind of where I played most of my football. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then uh, I played for... Uh, I forgot, N- NJHS or something like that. It's kind of like a Pop Warner League, except it's through high schools in the area. So okay. the goal was you play for this middle school team. through. The, you don't have to attend that school, but like you play for their like development middle school team. Uh, okay, gotcha, and the gotcha, goal gotcha. is that you would go and play for that high school when you got to high school. Right. So I played for the church league in the fall, and then in the spring was that competitive league through the public schools. Um, and then when I got to high school, I played for the school I went to, uh, Joy Christian High School. And uh, we didn't even have a football field, man. We had to practice on the baseball field. <laughs> so that was something. There was about 26 kids on the team. We ended yeah, the season with like a full squad right there. 18 healthy people because everyone got hurt. Everybody's so. playing both ways. Oh, yeah. Sheesh. So as far as that transition from playing in Arizona to coming to like a prominent football ruled area, Hard? Easy? It was different, man. Yeah? It was different. I mean, I kind of had to develop as a young athlete quickly. You got to step up a little bit. Right, yeah. exactly. I mean, I was starting both ways as a freshman in Arizona and then coming to Oklahoma and then it's barely like, seeing the field. One way. Yeah, right, exactly. It. I barely saw the field my sophomore and junior year, and then my senior year I really got to step up. Um, it was different. It was hard. Definitely mental battles through that. But, yeah. You know. I mean, obviously enough to be able to play at the collegiate level, right? which then at that point is a whole different ball game. So you and I actually share a similar experience in this for only playing college ball for two years. 
Yeah. And then transitioning out to normal, what we call life. Yeah. You know? So for you, I know for me and myself during that time, like that first year of not playing football was one of the most confusing times in my life. I didn't know who I was. So I just finished playing a sport that I played for 13 years. Right. And when you get to the college level, all you know is that sport because your sport is your job. Mm -hmm. So summertime, football. Springtime, football. Right. Football season, football. Wintertime, football. Right. Everything football. I mean, you go to having no structure, no, nothing that you have to do, like no responsibility in regards to that sport that you've only known. I was just out here floating. So what was that experience out for you? I could say I shared similar experiences. Um, I am a homebody. You know, I like to stay close to my people. I like to have my support group next to me. Country boy. Country boy. Yes, sir. However, I thought, you know, my senior year when I was getting ready to go to college, I wasn't even planning on playing football in the first place. I was yeah. just going to stay it local. Yeah, I was going to stay local, go to, I think at the time I was thinking TCC, uh, doing fire academy and EMS stuff. Um, I wanted, I still want to be a firefighter, and I'm working towards that right now. But awesome. uh, I definitely wanted to do it out of high school. And, you know, some things happened in my life, and some cards were aligned. So I got the opportunity to play football. Right, and that um, itself is such a blessing. Yeah, so I played at Southwestern College up in Winfield, <laughs> Kansas. And, uh, you know, I, I was super excited at first. And then the more and more time I was away from my family and my friends, I started to get into that, you know, that slump. Mental health is a, you know, it's, yeah, it's, a, real, it's a real thing. Yes, sir, so we're getting to that. I, I wanted to, you know deny those feelings at first but they just grew too strong so yeah i battled with that mental health and the depression um the first semester it was good you know i i barely got to go home but i was playing college football so i was like you know what i'm happy yeah i thought i was happy at the time <clears throat> and then man that spring semester in my freshman year was probably the worst i mean being up there for so long i only got to come home for uh Thanksgiving, Christmas, and then spring break. Everything else was, I was up there in Kansas doing school and doing football. So that first uh, spring semester, I mean, I remember I, I called my mom like every Sunday night, like, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. I don't know yeah. if I should be doing this. Like, I feel like I could be doing other productive things almost. Um, but that mainly had to do with the fact that even after all the hard work I had put in, I still hadn't earned my time on the field. Mm-hmm. I was getting the respect from my coaches and my peers, so I was kind of like working my way up the ladder. So it, it seemed promising uh, during that spring ball time, just kind of getting reps on the field, like mm-hmm. for our spring game and stuff like that, and just, you know, doing good, like during practice. And then I got to go home for that summer. Um, so at the time, I, I told myself that this is what I want to keep doing. I'm, you know, strong enough to persevere through the struggles and the mental battles. All right. So I go back in the fall of 2022, super hyped up. Um, I got to play in a few games. So I thought I was, you know, on the you're upside doing of things. It, you're right, actually, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but something changed around, I want to say, October. I just got back into that slump of that, you know, that depression and the mental health. And I started to, my grades started to slip. You know, I started like just. There were some days where I would email my professors the night before, like, planning on missing class because I just didn't want to leave my dorm room. 
Um, so I wasn't going to class as much as I should have been. Mm. And then that starts to reflect onto the field. Like I just wasn't, my heart wasn't for it. Um, yeah, it was no longer a passion to sort right. of take away and take a toll in regards to what it is you need to actually take care of. Right. It's something you always had and something you cherished and treasured, but at that point it was just weighing too much on your life and it was more of a, not necessarily a burden, but it was just extra weight that you need to carry. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at that point it was a full-time job. Yeah, 100%. Even more than a full-time job. I mean, we're talking like 60 to 70 hours oh, a bro, week. It's, it's nonstop. And right. you got to do school on top of that and you got to right. sleep just to wake up and work out in the morning. It's ridiculous. <sighs> but it's fun, but at the same time, yeah. So what... For me, because I have depression too. I've battled through depression a lot of my uh, upper age of life. Because I'm 30 now. So I think I really started experiencing my depressions when I was like 24 through 27, 28. Mm -hmm. But it took me moving out here before I truly understood what my depression looked like. Mm -hmm. And had to find a way to make it so that I wasn't in those states like I was so aware at that point what those states of depression look like I can transition and get out of it a lot easier whereas those first three years if I was in it I was blind to it so I just be in it so right. I would just sulk and be in it so for me now I know a lot of my depression was coming from then just my own mental rut like not being aware of it kept yeah. me in it but now more so the only trigger that puts me there is uh, seasonal mm -hmm. so if I don't get to be outside and have like nice weather in the sun, like mm -hmm. wintertime, bro, I'm a whole different person. Like I'm just, yeah. but I'm better at it because I'm aware of it now. Right. So for you, my question is, what is your trigger? Because it sounds like a lot of it was your time away from home, but I don't know if that's necessarily it. There's something more to it than that. Um, I think I tend to be my own worst enemy, so I Absolutely. will convince myself I'm not doing enough or everything mm -hmm. I do isn't good enough. Um, but as for seasonal depression or things like that, um, I think I can relate to you where um, definitely the weather plays a lot into it. Uh, if it's you know sunny day outside, like all That's I want to be is just yeah, outside, hanging out, you know, doing something active. Um, true. However, on the flip side of that, I do love cold weather because I love snowboarding. But so that's only like a, yeah, a yeah. little bit. So really, it's just like I like to be outdoors. So when I'm not, you know, actively, you know, doing things outdoors or being productive, like that's when I kind of just fall back into that cycle of depression. So you think a lot or, you know, from yourself, a lot of what triggers your depression is your own mental battle you play with yourself. Right. Your own inner critic. Right terrible person i hate that guy yeah because that's my guy. worst enemy too my best friend some days other days is like right. yeah bro remember that shit i told you yesterday <laughs> not real right exactly. let's go back I'm like fuck guy you just had me feeling so good now you break me down <laughs> it's terrible so what if you had to break it down for someone dealing with their not that you figured it out or you know that you're the master at it but mm -hmm. if you had to break it down to someone that's having trouble with their inner critic mm -hmm. being someone that deals with inner critic what is one piece of advice you'd give them on how to, you know, silence that noise? You have to know your strengths and the weaknesses. You know, everyone has their own inner critic and that voice telling them, telling them that they're not good enough or that they'll never be successful. But at the same time, um, most people know what their strengths and weaknesses mm -hmm. are and they know where they are the most successful and where they might not be so successful. So you just oh. got to know what your strengths are, you know, because then if you... 
know what you're good at, then you can just stick to that, and then everything else will kind of work itself out. Right. You know, so for me, that would be the weight room. You know, I football may not have been the you know success that I wanted it to be, mm-hmm. but through that, I've always loved the weight room. I enjoyed the. 5 a.m. morning lifts more than I enjoyed actually being on the field. Like I just enjoy working out, and I'd like to think that that's where my strengths are. So for me, whenever I'm you know depressed or anxious, I'll just go to the gym and just throw some weights around. You know, that's that's what sweat therapy, baby. Yeah, sweat therapy. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah, people I don't think understand the benefit mentally and emotionally that weightlifting can do. A lot of people look at weightlifting as just, you know, I'm going to do cardio, I'm going to lift weights, but either way, I'm going to get stronger, I'm going to get lean. Right. They look at it from the physical standpoint versus the mental standpoint, which is like what my next journey in life is, is to combine the two in a platform that people can truly benefit from what it is to be well, yeah. both physically, mentally, and then you want to add in emotionally and spiritually in there, we can do that. But right. mainly just combining the two of the mental and uh, physical. Because right. <clears throat> like the endorphin rush, the dopamine hits you get from actually doing something in the aspect of like challenging yourself in a way that you weren't going to do before or like when you start to see the results of like you going from squatting 400 pounds one day to doing five the next you know it's like before you wouldn't have thought you were ready for five and all of a sudden you're hitting five you're like fuck i did that what's next baby throw another plate on exactly that shit's real bro and like that shit it's a snowball effect in the best way possible. So like that's right. good. You got it. You're doing it. Right. What do you work out to? When you two questions here. So start with what do you how do you work out? What's the way that you train? What's your training split? So, um just, you know, from football, I just I've always had that strength in me, so I like to train specifically for strength. Okay. So, uh I was talking about this the other day with a good friend of mine, Braxton. And we both agreed that we would rather look strong, or sorry, we would rather be strong than look strong. Absolutely. Right? I have the same So mindset. at the same time, I don't want to look sloppy, but it's like I care more about my right. strength than how I look. Now, obviously, it's nice to look good and also be strong, There's but at the end of the day, I care about being strong and lifting as much weight as I possibly can. So for me, I am a power lifter. Mm. So I focus on the big three squat, bench, deadlift. So my training split uh, Monday, it's going to be a push day, so chest and tries, mm-hmm. and then Tuesday is going to be my pull day, so back and buys, mm-hmm. uh, back and buys with an emphasis on my rear delts, but I'll you know deadlift on that day. So, okay. and then Wednesday is going to be uh, the first leg day of the week, but it's going to be quad focused, so just back squats and other uh, quad movements, uh, and then lately I've been taking a break on. Thursdays. Okay, so three days on, one day off. Right, and then Friday I will do another full body upper. Okay. Uh, so I'll focus more on my shoulders and probably do some dumbbell incline accessory yeah. stuff, right? And then Saturday is going to be my next leg day where I'll focus more on my hips and hamstrings. So I'll have some kind of hinge workout in there. So RDLs okay. or some sort of movement at the hips yep. just to target those hamstrings uh, and then rest again on Sunday. So a five day split. Yeah. So, I used to do a six-day split, but as I'm getting stronger and being able to lift more yeah, weight, I have to... five days does the trick. Right, I have to have you another rest that. day in there. 100%, because so. rest is equally as important as putting the work Right, in. exactly. You know, some people think, I got to go, 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 but honestly, if you don't give your body that rest, it's not going to recover to the point that you want to be. Like, right. You'd be surprised, people listening, how much stronger you are after taking 
one to two days of rest than you are pushing to the whole week. You'll come back and be like, holy shit, I just did that. Right. So like, cool. Yeah. But I agree with you in the sense that uh, I'd rather look like I can't do it and be able to do it right. versus looking like I should be able to do it and can't do it. Right. It's a whole different thing. Right. Yeah. I'd rather be that sleeper pick that goes first round, yeah. you know, 100%, yeah. versus being that first round pick that's a flop. We don't want that. Yeah. But, okay, so powerlifting, you're lifting a lot of heavy shit pretty often. You're going after it. You're doing your six-day, five-day split. What is your workout playlist go-to? Man, it honestly depends on the day because there's some days where I'll just be rocking to some hard body, just heavy metal, just screaming in my ears. But then some days it's like, you know what? I just want to live to some Zach Bryan, some country music. Uh, yeah, country but at the same real. time, like a little bit of hip hop here and there. It kind of just depends on the day. Even then, more on the lift too, because like when I'm in the middle of like my deadlifts, I want to have more aggressive music. And then when I'm doing my other back accessories, it's kind of calmed down a little bit. So yeah, I'll throw on something chill, effect. you yeah, know, I like that. Yeah. But, I like um, that. I mean, I like, I can pull up my playlist right now. I'm just kind of see what, <laughs> sure. give us an idea what's going on there. What we've been doing. And I feel that diversity is good. I love a lot of underground, uh, kind of emo rap or whatever it's okay. called, like Dark Trap almost. Okay. Um, so a lot of names that I'm, like, me personally, I'm not familiar with. Like, I can't remember their names, but I just like the music. Um, but I mean, I've got a lot of classic rock and roll in here, country, Suicide Boys. Uh, suicide Boys. You're the second person on here that said Suicide Boys. Plenty of country music. Uh, Russ. Russ, solid. Russ, solid, uh, solid indie pop, kind of not indie pop, but like indie hip hop. Right. A lot of NF. I love NF. Uh, I was actually with somebody that listens to a lot of NF, but no, I, I get it. I understand the sound, but it's not for me. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar. Good choice. <laughs> I have a random assortment of music, man. I mean, I'll just cycle through my like songs and. Whatever so comes on, comes on. Absolutely. Switch it up. So, what's your favorite thing to lift? Like my favorite workout? Let's say, what's your favorite body part to work out and then favorite way to work out that body part? For the longest time, it was legs, and I would just love back squats. Um, but lately, it's more I love back and buys, and I just love getting that massive back pump and just having a turtle shell on me. Mm -hmm. um, and I really love deadlifts for that reason, and then lat pull downs what's uh yeah because your deadlift's been getting pretty crazy these days what's uh what's your max right now uh so for conventional i'm at 495 and then sumo i'm at 525 solid fuck that's a lot of weight so you have any ambition to enter a powerlifting competition or i think so yeah. uh so for your weight class because they split up in weight class or age group Weight classes. Weight class. Weight class so. and age group a little bit, but mostly weight, weight class. class. So um, for your weight class, your big three total score, what are you looking at as far as competition base? We can do the math right now. Um, if I were to go to a competition, I would probably have to lose a little bit of weight because right now I'm walking around 208, um, 208 pounds. I think I could go down to the 90 kilogram weight class of so 200 pounds. Yeah, I was wondering for a second. Then I clicked, but I was like, I get why he broke down and said pounds because there's a lot of kgs going on for you guys not listening. For 
sure. People were like, oh, I'll do a 208. Nah, we got to break it down. <laughs> KGs and pounds, different ball game. So my totals right now, I'm at, for the big three, mm-hmm. uh, 1,265 pounds. 1,265. That sounds good, but for a lot of guys who are in that 90-kilogram weight class, yeah. you know, they've probably been doing it for a while. They're probably close to 15, huh? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you've got guys who will squat 500, 600, bench 400, deadlift 700. All right, so let's so, get into maxes. You said your conventional is 495. Mm-hmm. What's your bench? Right now, I'm at 305. 305? So that's 305. And then my back squat is 435. 435. Um, my bench is my weakest workout. I'm trying to work on that. For the Like like I said before, like the longest time I was lower body dominant. I mean, I've always had bigger legs. Like Even at a young age, I always had bigger legs. Um, so lately, like within the last even six months, I mean, I remember I posted a video on my Snapchat like in November when I was still in Kansas and uh, it was me hitting 265 for the first time on bench. So even like as a collegiate athlete, like I wasn't necessarily like extremely strong. I was just more mobile and athletic. Yeah, I mean, as a linebacker should be. Right. Linebackers are instinctual and naturally strong. Reactive. Yeah, absolutely. Extremely reactive. Um, within, you know, the last six months, my bench has gone up 40 pounds. Good. So I'm just trying to work on that the most, which I think that's why I'm hesitant to join a competition. Like, I know I wouldn't win one right now just based off of the numbers I'm looking at. You can go on USPA.com or the, uh, I think it's called the IFP, International Federation for Powerlifting or something like that. IPF. Yeah. IPF. And you can look at the numbers that people are throwing up. So I, where I'm at now, I wouldn't be winning competitions, but I think it'd be nice to get the experience and just right. kind of go to a local one first. Right. Um, but I think I'm going to wait another year and just kind of develop myself because as an athlete, yeah, we want to be strong. And in the weight room, we're squatting and benching. But like I said, football players are more athletic, so we do more power cleans and more, right. more explosive, multi-movement yeah, yeah. workouts. Versus Functional just max mobility, strength. right. So for the longest time. max strength, do you lose your mobility exactly, a little bit? Right. Yeah. You know, so for the longest while, I was focused more on that instead of just raw strength. And now that I'm not playing a sport, I can focus solely on my strength, yeah. um, which is why I've seen the increase in my numbers that I am seeing over the last several months. Um, you ready for that, like, box build, bro? You ready to give up being able to scratch your back and everything? Hey, man, there's some very, very flexible powerlifters. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it'd be nice to walk around like a cinder block. Honestly. Shit, I couldn't do it. <laughs> it just seems painful. Yeah, my goal is to be able to lift a car off my future family if I ever had to. Fuck, okay. <laughs> One hand. Mm-hmm. So, you read it all? You read books? I used to read a lot when I was a kid. Uh, I love history, so I used to read a lot of history books. Okay. But, I mean, you know, science fiction too, but mostly... I don't know, I'm like... I was a terrible student. Like, I hated going to class, <laughs> hated, hated being in class, but like... For some reason, I, I love learning about random things. So yeah. whenever I'm just on YouTube, like I'll just go down that rabbit hole and just watch videos about like outer space or just like weird science Shit stuff that I don't fully think. understand, but it's interesting to me. Yeah, question the question the norm a little bit. Right. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. So I love weird stuff like that. What is something unique about yourself that someone wouldn't know about you off a rip? Ooh, man, I don't know. I'm a pretty open book. That's good. Not afraid to do yourself. Love that. I love Legos, dude. I mean, I'm 20 and I still play with Legos. I don't like 
pick him up and like fly him around and make noises, but like it's just fun to build a Lego every now and again. <laughs> Oh, fuck, that's funny. Love Legos. Yeah, that's it. That was the question to a T, my boy. Absolutely. You said I love Legos. That's awesome. You got Legos at home? Oh, yeah, man. My room, I've got a lot. Are you one of those people that collect all the sets and build the sets? Like, when you're an adult, you can have a Lego room? Oh, for sure. Mm. <laughs> my kids will not be allowed to touch them. Yeah, once they break, it's it. Oh, yeah. I man. saw a video, like, three weeks ago. This dad, Lego shit hung up on the wall. The daughter was fucking around with her friend, ended up bringing the shelf down, crumbled the whole thing. Mm -mm. And her look was just so like, mm -mm. I'm in so much trouble. Man. Oh, I fell for the man. Oh, that hurts. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so at this point in your life, what drives you? What gets you out of the bed in the morning, motivates you to be your best today that you can be? I would say, I think my spirituality I grew up in a Christian household, okay. and um, I kind of lost my way yeah. when I was in Kansas. Uh, I found my way back, thank the Lord, but I, I think my faith in God is what keeps me going every day and just wanting to glorify Him in everything I do. Naturally so. That was kind of like in my lost period. I was, cause I was baptized a Roman Catholic, went to Catholic school. Went to a public high school. When I was in my public high school, I found my way towards FCA. Mm -hmm. So I was an FCA athlete. And then football is like basically a Christian-based sport. Like mm -hmm. Christianity's throughout the whole thing. Right. So when I stopped playing football, I completely lost touch with my faith. Like yeah. I had nothing. I was just floating around in life. And I made a lot of bad decisions to accompany that. Mm -hmm. um, nothing like, I didn't kill anybody or like right. murder, like, you know, but just like, just lost in life. And then when I was moving out here for a new transition of life, a new season, I told myself that I was gonna practice Buddhism because like the, you know, the principles behind it kind of always appealed to me. Mm -hmm. The aspects of meditation and, you know, being at peace and mm -hmm. all that love and just being zen mm -hmm. with yourself were always appealing. And I move out here, Pandemic happens, and during the pandemic, I actually found my way back to Christianity. Mm -hmm. And during that time, I kind of linked in between the two. Like, whereas in the practice of Buddhism, they meditate, what is prayer? Right. Prayer is essentially meditation. Right. So they all intertwine in the same aspect. Like, they all preach one message, no matter what you believe in. And that's why I value, mm -hmm. like, other people's perspectives and do what I do here to, right. like, get different right. thoughts on is because... <clears throat> it's all about love right at the end of the day just love like spread yeah. love be love like yeah. show that support for others they don't have to be a hundred percent of what you need them to be but show that respect and understanding towards them and give right. them love because that's all we all need i think i think at the end of the day i think that's why christianity makes the most sense to me because like you know being born into a christian household you kind of follow the faith of your parents for a while until you're old enough to uh, make your own decisions right and kind of research it on your own and learn about it on your own and then make that decision okay is this really what i believe right so for me yes i am fully christian and i will never judge anyone for their sure. beliefs or you know what they think christian, is true one person can judge right and exactly exactly and what you were saying about love it's that's just Jesus. I mean, when he was alive and when he was doing his ministry all those years ago, he just spread love, and that's what he said. I mean, Jesus hung out. His disciples were, first of all, Matthew was a tax collector, okay? He was a Jewish tax collector working for the Roman Empire. Oh boy, he's breaking it down. So, right 
that alone, I mean, his Jewish family and his friends, uh, his community despised him for working for the Romans who were, you know, basically enslaving the Jewish population there. So Jesus hung out with tax collectors, sinners, you know, low-life criminals, fishermen, and that's who the first 12 disciples were. But Jesus spread love, and that's that's the answer. It's just love Because in that love, it changed their perspectives. It exactly. made them better people. It made them exactly. followers and believers. And right. That's what it comes down to. We live in such a hateful society, bro, and I think social media is to blame because someone's like, freedom of speech is great. By all means, say what you need to say. Right. Believe it with all your heart. Right. Do whatever you want to do. As right. long as it's not malicious, disrespectful, or evil, we're good. But... If you disagree even the slightest with somebody, that's it. You're, you're on. You're green light. Rats. You're done. It's, you're done. <laughs> you're no longer part of my life. I'm going to rant my ass off, and then you're done. That's rats. Excommunicado, bro. It's terrible. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just like, why do we have to be that way? Like, why is there so much hate in this society? Like, why are we so worried about somebody else, but we're not focusing on what we need to worry about within ourselves? It's that insecurity, man. It's terrible. That's what drives it. People's insecurities makes them feel like they have to defend themselves or argue what? argue Just their yourself, point. You know, like do it so comfortably right. that people have no choice but to understand, listen, or move on. Just right. because you don't believe what I believe, I don't hate you. I don't right. see you any less. Like I don't understand why you believe what you believe. Exactly. And I'll put my opinion in there. But I'm not going to change you. I'm right. not going to force you to change. That's your choice. Right, exactly. But people don't get that. People try to just push, 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 push. Like you're and doing this wrong. It's not it. like you have to support what other people believe like Absolutely you can not. you can Especially you can if it goes against your own morals right exactly you can believe what you believe but you don't have to make it like obvious that you disagree with that person like 100%. you don't have to support them you don't have to agree with them but like still just let everyone just be themselves because mm-hmm. we're be all you. unique we're all different we all have a gift i'm a firm believer in that that we all yeah. have a gift about us which is why we're here which makes it all which makes us all unique and I'm hoping this platform here is a way to let people shine their gift and be themselves and show that to the world because so many people are afraid to be themselves because of what society may think. Right. End of the day, fuck society. And I know this is explicit. I like to swear, I'm sorry. But fuck them. If they're not you and they, as long as you're like, bro, be yourself. As long as you're not evil disrespectful or blatant racist, I think we'll be good. I think we'll get along. I think, I think life will be fine. <laughs> exactly. We can get through it. But, like, keep an open mind. So many people just close it off, and they just, like, they're not living. They're not living for themselves. They're living for anything. It's like, what are we doing here? Right. We're just existing, and that sounds terrible. They just exist. Like, I just want to be here. Like, for what? What are you doing with your time, then? If we're not doing anything productive, what are, you, are you really enjoying this experience of life, or are you just pissing it away? I don't know how some people wake up and don't believe in anything like it's tough i can imagine that being very tough like i'm not trying to sound harsh but like people that are atheists are just ignorant i feel like like how do you not believe in something how can you look around and see all that well, is I mean, here it goes, like to you like you said earlier conditioning it's whatever they're around like we are conditioned by that's our true but you, no you got there's got to be some something out there worth living for and worth for pursuing. them, it's just the nine to five life. It's the grind. It's, it's the just grind. The, it's the anomaly of us being here. Yeah. But again, like I have friends that are atheists. I love talking to them. I love pushing their buttons. I love having the conversations of all the things. It's fun. Because yeah. like some things they say, like it kind of may. I get where they're coming from, 
But at yeah. the same time, I don't let it affect my belief and how I feel. Right. Because I believe what I believe. Right. I am who I am. So you like video games. Just a complete 360 <laughs> on the whole thing. I do. I do like video games. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a good way to kind of detox at the end 100%. of the day. So what do you play? Um, right now I'm playing mostly Rainbow Six Siege, which is a tactical uh, first-person shooter. Xbox or PlayStation? Um, I grew up playing Xbox. Switched over to PlayStation, and now I'm playing on PC. So I've kind of, you know, uh, played a little bit of everything. Guy, no. Yeah. Oh, you build your own PC? Oh yeah, dude. I saved up my money and did my research and built a nice gaming PC. I mean, I can run every single game at max settings. It is overkill, max but settings. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I love no scope kills. Oh, dude. I love the super like hyper realistic uh, military shooter games. You know where it's like. Me and the boys would get on it. It sounds like we're in the military. Right. You just hear, and you're playing right. breach system. Like, oh, hey, watch your amazing. left, get your six. Exactly. Just that military talk, that yeah. slang. Fun. But at the same time, I love games like even just Madden, kicking it with the boys, just playing Madden. Yeah, or, I'm a big sports game guy. Oh, yeah. I'm not very good at it, which is funny, but I was always better at the shooter games. But Rocket League's a good one. I love Rocket League, man. Just casual gaming. That's one game where it's like, I could be bored of all my other games, but it's like... It's just always there. I'll just hop on Rocket League. It's all reliable. Right, exactly. Because it's so like, you don't have to think about it. You're just a car, and you're just... Right? Trying to score a goal. Driving into a giant ball and trying to get it into a... That's it's car cool. soccer. That's it. It's, it's simple. It's fun. Fuck. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. So... Wrapping it up here, it's been a good conversation, bro. We really discussed it a lot. Yes, sir. We went through all the things. And I said, fuck, because time, like, we just, it flew by. <laughs> it flew by so quick. So what plugs do you have? What are you working on in your life that you want to plug? Also plug in your social media for people to follow you and do the things. But overall, like, you got your boy's business you want to promote or you got this supplement line you use. Just plug all your stuff right here, right now. Um, I guess we can just do my social media first. I'm trying to think about if my boy's got anything going on, but I don't think, I think we're all just kind of on that grind, just doing Absolutely, trying to get there. that work. And so we can do the things we truly want to do. Absolutely. Um, my Instagram is, it's just my name and my last name, but I think it's, it is kale.aragon. So that's K-A-I-L dot A-R-A. G O N. Um, so that's my Instagram. I try to post mainly my working out, but I mean, uh, still got a few things about like my family and. Yeah, of course, it's your like photo that. album, bro. But I try to. I want to get to the point where it's mostly workout. My fitness journey and kind of documenting uh-huh. all that. Um, so yeah, that's that. Man, as for supplements, I don't know. I love Rise. Rise makes some of the best creatine out there. Um, that's R R Y S E or R Y Z S E S E. Yeah, I love Rise. Um, pre workout, I love. It's called Lit. Lit pre workout. GNC. GNC, man. Yeah. Simple. I love it. Yeah, man. I can't think of anything else that I want to plug in here. So really. Your journey right now is, I mean, obviously being a better Christian every day. Yes, sir. And then working on your powerlifting journey to mm-hmm. hopefully compete in yeah. the near future. Yeah. 
good shit. And then uh, the church I go to is Battle Creek. Uh, there's six locations in the Tulsa area. Um, so I go to Battle Creek Jinx, mm-hmm. Jinx location. But uh, it's a great church. Love it, man. I love my people over there. Community. Love the community. Community's big. Community's big. Well, people, this is the homie, Kale, AGM at Tendrum. Yes, sir. Soon to be a powerlifting competitor. Competitor. <laughs> doing his thing so give him a follow on instagram show him love it's been a great conversation my boy appreciate you bro to talk yes sir so yes, next sir. time Sweet. life's only one take be real because there is no be real go on.